Think you hate marketing? Think again. Here on the Marketing Chat Podcast, I share practical, relatable tips to make marketing easy and fun. I'm Kelly, a marketing strategist, Squarespace website designer, and founder of the Women Podcasters Academy. I'll be breaking down big ideas into actionable steps so you can get moving with your marketing with way less stress and way more fun. Today's episode is brought to you by the Women Podcasters Academy. The Academy features a full course and supportive community to help you start and grow your own podcast. You can find more information at womenpodcastersacademy.com. Today, I'm interviewing Shannon Gaither on using systems to create a thriving business. Shannon is a digital systems coach living on Boston's North Shore. Shannon ditched her comfy executive marketing job in pursuit of lifestyle freedom. Now she helps entrepreneurs create systems and organize their online business through personal coaching and her signature course, Systems for Success. She's on a mission to help entrepreneurs design a thriving online business so they can live life on their own terms. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited you're here. You've got some great stuff to share with listeners. So first, I just have to say, I love what you have written at the top of your blog. I'll show you how to work your business without it working you. So, you know, part of my business mission is to set up freelancers and entrepreneurs with a website and marketing strategy plan so they can really focus on the work that their business is meant to do, you know, the work that they love doing. And I feel like, you know, ultimately what we're doing is really aligned with each other. So. I just love that. I do too. I think that we're very aligned in that way. I definitely want to give back freedom and time. You know, I think that that is very much in alignment. Yeah. 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 It's just so important. It's yeah. And again, what you say about working um, in your business, that all of these things that, you know, working on the website, doing the bookkeeping, figuring out marketing, it's just a lot, especially for new entrepreneurs to figure out, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And it does feel often like our business is working us and we don't have much freedom. And that's the whole reason we got into business in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about your background? Sure. Well, I've been in the digital marketing space for 15 plus years. Mm -hmm. I did lead generation for a while, web design. I started, I did do some tech for a long time. And then I went into web marketing and kind of never left because I I really love the marketing space, Mm -hmm. but I haven't, um, I haven't really stayed in that same, you know, um, digital advertising and digital marketing space always. I kind of always need to, um, grow and move with, with, um, to challenge myself. So, um, most recently before my current business, I ran an online publication for, with a blog for parents covering the North shore of Boston. And that was a really fun experience. And, um, I just pivoted in the last few years from that. Wow. So what made you go into, helping entrepreneurs create systems for their business. I mean, from all of that, and particularly most recently from parenting blog. Yeah. So when I was 
uh, running that blog, I was responsible for everything as many of us other business owners can, can relate to. I had to do the graphics, the writing all the content. I had a local calendar of events to keep up with and news, a weekly newsletter. And in order to generate, generate revenue, I sold advertising on the site and sponsored articles and posts and I was burning out super fast. And there was this one January where I sat down and took a really hard look at what I, all the things that I was doing and realized I really had to figure out some systems and automations in order to um, not burn out and just completely leave that business because I was really close. Mm. <laughs> so that year, I just made a concerted effort to automate and create systems to give myself back the time to give myself back my sanity. And I, at the end of that year, when I look back, I had made more money and worked less hours than I had ever before. So it worked (laughs) Mm. and it, and it really made me want to get the word out and like help people love their business again. Mm. That's amazing. You know, to, to first be in one business or in your case, several before this, Mm. but end up pivoting to this business simply because you got good at something Mm. that really skyrocketed your other business and, and now becoming sort of evangelical about systems in this process. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So backing up a tiny bit, like Mm -hmm. Why did you leave corporate to do your own thing? Well, interesting backstory to why I left corporate. I actually really loved what I was doing, but I was on maternity leave with my twins and the company I was working for at the time sold their business, sold the business, the, um, for the, and the company who purchased it only wanted the name. So they laid everyone off, including me. And at the time, I wasn't very happy about it, but it ended up being really a blessing in disguise because I was working super long hours and I had no flexibility. I mean, I think I had two weeks off a year and (laughs) I don't know how I was going to do that with twins at home, you know? And so it, it really worked beautifully because then it kind of forced me to say, well, what do I want? And, um, what I really wanted was lifetime, you know, life style freedom and also, um, just financial freedom. You know, I wanted to have, I didn't want to, I used to say I was making the rich richer (laughs) (laughs) and I decided I wanted to make me richer, not the, not the big corporate conglomerate that I worked Mm -hmm. for, you know? So that's kind of how I ended up. And I started consulting initially and then then just kind of, it just kind of flowed, you know, you find your way. Yeah. So that's interesting. So in consulting, were you doing essentially what you were doing at the company? Similar. I, at my company, I always had a CRM system, you know, a Salesforce for that company in particular. Salesforce was that particular one, but I always worked with multiple different kinds of CRMs over the years. So I was consulting with different companies, helping them set up CRMs or, or move to different CRM systems. And, um, I worked so much with the sales and marketing team and being that like liaison piece between them. So I did a lot of consulting in that arena too. So, um, it was very much what I had been doing, but it was just a piece of it. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, but it kind so of gave that's... me just enough for me to realize what I wanted and what I didn't want, you know? Nice. And that, that's super important when you're trying yeah. to, when you're changing. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like so many women will leave corporate and start their own businesses because yeah, the, the big reason is they want that lifestyle freedom. I like how you phrase that. And they want to stop feeling unappreciated or underappreciated. Yeah. Yes. Especially those of us who have hit that glass ceiling one too many times. Mm -hmm. You're ready to, you're ready to kick that ceiling, (laughs) shatter it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's like no ceiling when you work for yourself or, you know, self-imposed, but you can get rid of that. Yes. I do think that when you come from corporate, you definitely start with a self-imposed ceiling Mm -hmm. and you have to work through that. That's something that is, you know, mindset that you have Mm -hmm. to, you have to continuously work through it because we still go back to it, you know, at times. You do some work around mindset, don't you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So much of working for yourself comes with um, self-doubt and imposter syndrome and um, just dealing with the overwhelm of, you know, being the one person who does all these pieces or is respo- ultimately responsible for all, all of the business. Mm-hmm. And it can be overwhelming. It can be a lot. And I think that f- we're all going to be dealing, anybody who wor- wor- works in their own business is going to be working on their mindset 24 seven, you know, it's right. just an ongoing process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so different from working for someone, yeah, having that yes. constant responsibility, even if you're a freelancer doing it all for yourself, you know, being responsible only to yourself and you're mm-hmm. also responsible, responsible to your clients. Yes. So I also, yeah. I also feel like there's a piece that, um, when you go, when you're in corporate and there's this, there's, and you know, you've been in corporate, so it, you hide a lot of your emotions and your feelings and you, um, you don't, you know, you just, you are all business all the time. And then you go to work for yourself and that arena is different. That arena is very different where people, you know, express themselves openly and, um, you're encouraged. In fact, you should show your personality. Now that's something we were trained to like work out of us. Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I think that uh, that uh, is also a complicated piece from going from corporate to working for yourself, trying to um, find your uh, comfort level and cadence with your own, with showing the side of you that you've been keeping to yourself. That's true. Yeah. Even if your business isn't you, you know, if you sell products or something like that, you're right. You still need to show part of yourself. You still have to be authentically you and it, it rubs off on your business. Yeah. You, everything Mm -hmm. you do is part of your brand. You're, you're sharing, you're messaging everything you do. And that's a weird thing to come from. Like when you're in a department and you're a marketing department, you don't worry about any of that. You're never, you're not the face of the company and you, you kind of get comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you have to accept that, oh, not only am I going to run my business, but I have to be the face of the business or I have to stand for something. Yeah. And that can be a little bit complicated to navigate initially. 
Yeah. A little bit less of a private life in some ways. Mm, yes. Yes. And those of us with kids, sometimes that can be complicated too, because some folks like to like really share so much of their private life. And I, I don't know, initially I was fine with that for a while. Um, I did open up my, a lot of my private life, but now my kids are in age where like, don't share this mom. <laughs> don't you dare share pictures of me sleeping anymore. Yeah. I'm like, oh. right. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yep. True. True. Yeah. And even when we have a personal Instagram account, for example, and a professional one, people find you. People find yeah. you. Yes. And I do have that actually. <laughs> me too. I me do too. have that. And it literally yeah. says, if you're looking for my professional, go here. <laughs> if you're looking for yes. my private, go here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Though, you know I guess we could make our, our personal ones private. I haven't done that yet, but yeah. 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 I think anyway. that it comes with a certain amount of um, openness that you have to yeah. accept. Yeah. And you know what? You you are, it's better to, to accept it. Cause it's honestly a lot easier to maintain from our, from a maintenance point of view, cause it's a lot to try to keep everything separate, Yeah, you know, but For also, sure. um, also it's just like a full disclosure, you know, you're, I think one of the differences between coming from corporate and working your own business is um, you let people into your world and you, um, you share so much that, um, you were previously uncomfortable with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially when you worked in like super corporate environments, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you have to start speaking your mind, working mm-hmm. for yourself. You have to be personal and let things out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your, and your strong personality is what makes you different. Whereas your strong personality in corporate is what gets you fired. <laughs> especially as a woman, you as know, a, especially pre- as a woman prevents you from getting a promotion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can outright get you fired and yeah. Or labeled as the B. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And in entrepreneurship, it's what gets you noticed at what, it's what gets you more clients. It what it is what makes you a successful business. I, yeah, and I think navigating that and getting is freedom, really, right? Like it's freeing to be yourself. Yeah, but it's weird at first. <laughs> Very true. Well, good conversation, not about systems, but thank <laughs> you for going there. That's awesome. Um, okay, so. Your business helps small business owners streamline, systematize, and automate their business. So what exactly does that mean? Hmm. So it it can mean a lot of things. It can mean as simple as setting boundaries and creating theme days for your work so that like, say you have a creative piece to your work, you need to have that concentrated time to focus on that piece of your work without being constantly interrupted or, or having to Mm. pivot into a meeting or um, checking email or whatever. You need to have um, systems in place so that you can um, know when you're going to accomplish everything. And I'm telling it like knowing when you're going to accomplish everything sounds um, easy, but it's not. And when you get a rhythm to it, you, there's so much freedom in that because you don't feel stressed all the time. Like I have so much on my plate. How am I going to get it all done? Well, you know how you are. Cause you're going to get this done on Tuesdays. You're going to get that done on Wednesdays. 
you know, and that kind of system is, that's one of the simple systems to put in place. And by, so there's simple systems and then there's the more complex ones, but um, systems can run run the gamut, you know. So I should not spend a couple of hours writing my blog when I feel like it and then make updates to my website at same day and then jump Mm -hmm. into editing a podcast mixed in with working on a client website. No, absolutely. You know, um, (laughs) have you ever heard of this term, the term context switching? No. So context switching was originally a computer term and it meant the time it takes for the computer to switch from one context to another. Well, the human brain takes 23 minutes on average to switch from one topic to another. So if you're running, if you're doing what your example was, where you're going from one thing to another thing to another thing all day long, you're really getting a lot less done than you think you are because you're spending a great deal of time trying to refocus. Oh my God. And get back into, you know, trying to get into the zone is is not always easy, you know. Right. And trying to get in that headspace. And you're not always in the headspace to write and right. edit. And, you know, you kind of have to figure out your your own personal um, energy. Yep. You know, yep. I'm I recently... not good in the morning for writing. Mm. <laughs> I am then. Yeah, so... I'm actually really good in the morning. I just uh, did a blog post within the past couple of weeks about getting into flow. Mm. and you know what it is the science behind it and some tips about getting into it because there are things we can do you know no guarantee but we can set ourselves up to get into flow and wow I may have to go in and add that bit in there about context switching Mm -hmm. context switching wow 23 minutes yes 23 minutes so if you think about your phone notifications and you think about your, you know, sometimes people love to check email. Like I don't, I used to be a, when I was in corporate, I was a big email checker. Like you didn't go an hour, you know? I mean, unless you were in a meeting or something or doing some sort of concentrated work, you were checking your email. And, and, you know, it's really better to set one or two times a day to do that. And that's it. You know, and it's freeing. You'll, you'll find so much time in your day when you're not all over the place. Yeah. So just theme days alone can really change your business. I mean, I've always known that we should do that. It's just, I like, yeah, like you said a minute ago, we don't always feel like writing, for example. And so I've up to now, let me use that phrasing up to now, I haven't been great about scheduling time to write, sitting down and getting into that flow necessarily. Now, recently I've been better about that because I do so much writing, Mm. you know, a blog a week, um, preparing for a podcast, which I write if it's a solo podcast uh, or certainly a, a lengthy outline. Um, but okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, uh, I think you've convinced me. It's going to take some doing because this is foreign. I, I haven't done this before. I have days, days scheduled and parts of days scheduled for, um, you know, like discovery sessions. They're, they're my let's pick a niche ses- session. They don't necessarily lead to selling a service. They're to help people pick a niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I have structured right now. Mm. So do you work well when you're, when there's a tight deadline or do you work yes. better? Okay. So, so then maybe the Pomodoro technique or there's mm-hmm. a great app called, um, get it for you. Focus keeper. Yeah. It gives you like 20, 25 minute increments to work on things. And that, and that works really well for people who mm-hmm. need that deadline. Because if you give yourself all day, you'll take all day. True. Uh, yeah. 20 minutes isn't enough for me. Like mm. I'm, I'm good at focusing. Yeah. But, but right. yeah. But it's yeah. Like, it's not meant to be 20 minutes in total, right. in total but it's 20 at minutes minimum. to take a small break, 20 minutes yeah. to take a small break because your yeah. brain can stay energized that way. True. That's so true. even like if you have the standing desk or something like that, or you just stand up and you, you know. Yeah walk to go get yourself some water or something coming true. back you're you're still you're fresher than you would be if you sat there and continued on true that makes sense thank you i was not looking for any coaching here but yeah <laughs> good example for listeners to yeah see us in action really appreciate that so when clients come to you or would be clients come to you what do they say their main problem is you know do they come and say i really need a system no. Or did they say it's something else? I, you know, usually when I start working with a client or somebody comes to me, they're, they're really feeling overwhelmed and burnout. Um, they often list various components of their business that they're personally responsible for. And and you can just see the, uh, the obvious exhaustion. Mm-hmm. They don't always think systems are going to be the solution and you, they just know something's got to give. Mm-hmm. So um, and I think systems get a bad rap. I think that um, they sound like more admin work, you know, just the word True. system sounds like, ugh. Lack <laughs> kind of, of be- freedom. Lack of freedom. But it's actually the opposite. Systems equal freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they are, um, once systems are set up in your business and people commit to using them, they actually get more freedom and they have more bandwidth and they have more creative time, you know, mm. because they know when they're going to get everything done. They have that set time. Um, so many pieces, if you're able to automate pieces of your business, then even better because then large chunks of your business that you used to manually do are, are just not even an, are not issue. Yeah. That That's part, big. I definitely have experience with. We were talking about, you and I were talking before the podcast about a system that we both use for Mm. proposals and invoicing and contracts and contact forms, at least in my case. And, and it is so helpful. You know, I, I have a, uh, a template for my contracts and invoices, and I don't have to write those anymore. There are blanks that I fill in and that's it. I'm not rewriting it. And then, you know, hit send and, you know, put all the client information. It's my client tracking system as well. And 
just fill in the blanks and send and boop. And same thing with the invoice, send and, and boop. Yes. It just saves so much time. That is definitely freedom. Yes. I think the system we were specifically talking about was HoneyBook, but there's a, there's other options out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even people who think that they have to customize every proposal, they don't really have to customize 100% of that proposal. They can customize the 20%. I like to call it an 80-20% rule where some, thing, some systems are just going to get you 80% done right away. Right. So you can you can just tweak that last 20%. And that's a big time saver. That's a huge time saver. Definitely. Yeah. So many things like that. Mm. And you're right. And and setting them up originally is going to take time. You know, even if it's like a social media platform Mm. that will send out all of your posts for you. Of course, you have to go in there and put the posts in, but you're not going to each platform on the day that you want to post them and okay, Facebook, okay, Twitter, okay, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, whatever, you put it all in one spot and you schedule it and you can schedule it days, weeks in advance and forget it. And the system does it. So absolutely talk about some things like that. Talk about something people dread. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of dread around social media. If yeah. there's a lot of feelings of obligation and dread. Um, so just creating a system around that can be very freeing. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you do do it by hand, like you said, scheduling a day where mm. you do it. Yeah. Yes. Before I used a platform to do it for me. And even now I do have it in my calendar. I have a reminder um, for what day and time to go in and schedule those posts every week. And before that, when I was doing them manually, it's like, okay, Tuesday, my blog went live. So at this time, go post. Friday, my podcast went live, go in and schedule the post. And then, you know, a few others during the week, but yeah. So yeah. So you have a system currently that you're not, you're not giving yourself credit for you. I guess, (laughs) I guess, but yeah. This one that, that you suggested about the blocks of time on mm. certain days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Time blocking is a, um, a great productivity technique too. Um, t- blocking offset times for certain types of work. Even if you do it on that in, in short amounts, like you sit down and you say, I'm going to work on my blog, but from this time to this time, I'm going to work on this topic. And this from this time, I'm going to work on this topic. Just that self-limiting, you know, sort of deadline that you're creating makes you work faster. True. That makes sense. And it also, um, I don't know, there's some psychological piece to it that I wish I, I should look up the science on that because it's kind of fascinating to me that, that we can feel um, more in the zone quicker and by that pressure. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Funny. It must be mm-hmm. the, the, I don't know, something to do with um, how we all went to school or college and we all had to get our stuff done in a limited time and we just got it done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. And uh, as entrepreneurs, small business owners, freelancers, yeah, unless we impose that time, it's like, well, uh, now if we're well established in our businesses, then, you know, I think we know, okay, we have to get this done. And I think when you're just starting out, it's easier to be like, 
oh, I can do this whenever I want. That's freedom. Yeah, that's freedom. But, yeah. 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 And the busier you get and the more clients you get and, you know, the more, you know, like when you first get, get a business, you start a business or you first start a new position, your inbox is empty all the time. And you're like, this is fabulous. And then <laughs> two years in your inbox is full all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you have to change the rules for yourself. Yeah. You're so right. And that idea of scheduling time like twice a day to focus on email really makes sense because there are times that I find myself checking email and then I will drag emails into an, a box, an inbox called to do instead of acting on it right then and there. Mm. And it would be more efficient to go ahead and have scheduled time where I can act on the emails then, wouldn't it be? Yes. And if you're, if you've got that scheduled time and you're in your inbox delaying, delay, consider that every time you delay something, it is adding to your to-do list. It's adding to your mental load. Yep. And that mental load is part of what really, really exhausts us as entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, that's true. So sometimes systems, well, largely systems is about, it's about time freedom, but it's also about mental. That's why mindset is such an important piece of my business because that mental um, exhaustion is very real and it leads to us burning out and walking away from our businesses that we love or did love. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Systems to prevent burnout and yeah, systems keep you equal freedom. Business. Yeah. Loving this. Okay. Um, do you have some, so you've already given me some tips here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really great one. Do you have any, any other specific tips that you want to share with listeners? Sure. Yeah. If you're, if people are new to systems, they can start by looking at what's consuming the bulk of their time. Is it prospecting or working with clients or, um, or, or even working with a ton of different types of business can be very time consuming because, you know, sometimes you need to just limit your offerings a little bit so that you can focus on your business, on those particular pieces of your business in a better, more efficient way. Um, or is it, you know, sometimes the back and forth from clients, clients asking like, when's this going to be due? When's, you know, can I have an extension? You know, all the different back and forth questions you get from clients can be super time consuming as well. So for like a service provider, uh, I feel like it's very important for them to set expectations up front, like send a welcome package. If you send a welcome package to new clients that includes all your business hours, your preferred form of method of communication, a timeline for all when all the services will take place, a timeline for when all their deliverables need to happen. Mm. Uh, you'll eliminate all the back and forth communication that's super time consuming. And you'll have the added benefit of your clients being super impressed with your process. You know, I mean, that when you sense. set all that up front, they are, there's a huge sigh of relief on their end as well as yours. That's great. 
Yeah, so that's that's one way. Um, there's a number of different ways um, you can get started with systems. Systems can be as simple as, like we talked about, like do a time audit on yourself or an energy audit on yourself. You can either, um, if your problem is that you, you struggle to get the work done that you need to get done when you've allotted it, then you're probably not working within the right energies time. Like, so say if you're not, you're a morning person, like you described that you need to do things that you, um, if you're a morning person, you need to do your, 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 um, creative work and your, um, you know, thought provoking the work that you need your real brain for, <laughs> you yeah. need to use that time. And then later in the afternoon, that can be when you do your emailing back or your, mm. um, you know, your prospecting or various pieces of the business that you, um, that don't take as much concentration. You, yeah. we really need to schedule our theme days and our work blocks our time blocks around our energy. Awesome. Yeah. That makes sense too. Very mm. cool. Otherwise we turn our wheels, right? We've done, yes. we've all done it. <laughs> yes. Very true. I, Another another quick tip I just thought of um, that is a good thing to share is um, is allowing meetings to to be something that takes place every day or multiple you know many days in a week um, can really be draining. Meetings take sometimes a lot out of us, so uh, pick the days that you are at your best for meetings. There is a there's some science behind meetings at towards the end of the week being more uh, people being more energetic in the Thursdays and Fridays. So those are great meeting days or recording cool. days. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's good to know. Yeah, I had not looked up anything about that before. You know, like I know what days are good for sharing social, what days and times are supposedly good for sharing social media posts, but, and sending emails, email blasts, you know, but right, email not having meetings. Sure. Yeah. I didn't know that there was info on that. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So even those small, those are small systems you can set up right away. Those are things you can just ask yourself, like, when am I at my best? And when, you know, when do I take the longer I know at the end of the end of the day towards dinner time, if I'm writing, it will, I will suddenly realize it is taking me forever to write the sentence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. When other times in the day, I'm just, I've got it done, you know? Yeah. So those Very are simple, true. simple systems that you can set up, but then, then there are like more, um, larger systems that you can set up that, that are, um, that will really give back a lot more of your time. And those are the things, um, that, will take a little bit more of your uh, initial setup time. Mm -hmm. And those are the not so fun parts to set up. But once, but <laughs> if you keep in mind that they do lead to more freedom. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, you discussed the proposals, the um, sending proposals, sending contracts back and forth. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Is there anything that else, not tips, but anything else you want to share about yourself or your business? Um, I, anything you wish I had asked? <laughs> well, what's coming up maybe? Uh, what's coming up for me in this year is yeah. I am launching, I lo just launched a course to a group of founding members and it's running right now. It's Systems for Success. You mentioned it earlier. And it's a six-week course. And it's a live 
course that has live components like compute Q&A and, and real support involved because when awesome. you're and you know putting systems in place you need your questions answered in real time yeah so that is going to launch again at the end of April cool so that's something that I'd like to share oh that's great I'm really excited about that because I, I feel like it's an opportunity to really help larger groups of people yeah yeah. And they'll be able to support each other in that, it sounds like. So yes, there's absolutely a community component. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of this. This was so generous of you and especially the little tips that I, not so little, the, the <laughs> awesome tips that I got in, in talking to you today. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Absolutely. So um, Shannon also has a quiz on her website that you can take to learn the one thing you should focus on to grow your business. You can find the quiz at shannongaither.com forward slash quiz. I will have the link in the show notes and on this episode's page on my website. So go check it out. There are also links to her website and to her Instagram profile. So that's it for today. You can leave comments on this episode's uh, page on my website, AngelaKellySmith.com. Thank you.